Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. I know you're very confused right now. It's a Monday. There's a new episode. What's happening? Surprise. This is a first. I don't think I've ever not released a Seeing Other People episode on a Tuesday. But listen, it's Valentine's Day, February 14th, and I didn't want to leave you guys hanging. Um, For the majority of my life, I've been single on Valentine's Day. It's a day that I dread. I really don't look forward to it. I know it can be really lonely, really isolating. I know being on social media on Valentine's Day can be really hard. It's it's this one big reminder of like, all right, you're single. And that really sucks. So I'm going to stop talking about that. But um, that is why I'm here. This does mean there will be no Tuesday episode this week. Sorry, not sorry. Um, But I wanted to do something fun and a little bit distracting and different today. So instead of doing what we do every week and pretty much every day of our lives 24-7 in our heads, which is uh, thinking about our dating struggles, we're going to talk about the couples that we've grown with, loved over the years, learned about love and dating from. And these are all the couples that we've seen on screen, whether it be in our favorite movies or TV shows or We've heard through their music and their breakup songs and seen them perform with their significant others on tour, whatever it is. Um, But obviously, like our culture has been shaped by these celebrity couples and these on screen romances. And so that's something we never really talk about. And I'm really excited to be reminiscing on that today. We're going to talk about some of our favorite couples. We're going to talk about some of the couples that we wished lasted, some of the couples that are not real, they're fictional, but we would do anything to see them in real life um, and everything in between. And there is really only one person suited for this job to take on this task with me. And I am so excited to be joined today by Fran Mariano, Barstool's Chicks in the Office. Fran, yep, Barstool Fran is here with me today, and I couldn't be more grateful. Um, Fran and I have a very funny How We Met story. It does relate to exactly what we're talking about on this episode, and we will get into that. But um, before we do, yeah, I want to address that like this is a really shitty day for a lot of people. Chances are, if you're listening to this episode, you're probably single. If you listen to seeing other people, you're probably single or you're dating or you just got out of a relationship or you just got into a relationship or you just really like me and want to hear about dating to understand your single friends better. And whatever you are, I really appreciate that. But yeah, I I know that this can be a really hard day. Um, I know that people don't look forward to it. I've spent many, 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 many years not looking forward to it. And just a few quick things on how to make this day a little less painful. Get yourself chocolate, like treat yourself. Think about the fact that you don't have a significant other to spend a lot of money on by getting like presents and taking out dinner. And you know what? Take that money and spend it on yourself. Get yourself flowers, get yourself something that you've wanted to buy for a really long time, but have held back because it feels like a little irresponsible. I mean, I'm not saying go buy a house or like a jet ski or something ridiculous, but like buy yourself a a piece of jewelry that's a hundred bucks if there's something that you've been eyeing or if you really want a new camera or there's something there's a coloring book there's um a new workout set that you've been eyeing whatever it is just like excite yourself like you deserve it get yourself a nice present um or even like find a friend and say like all right i'm venmoing you 10 bucks like go grab a drink on me or i'm venmoing you five bucks like get a coffee on me also consider sending that to your other single friends who you know that they're having a hard day like that will go a long way um 
I know in college, my guy friend, Doug, um, he was like one of my best friends throughout all of college. Doug, still love you today. Don't worry. Um, he would get me and all of our my friends a single rose with chocolate. It was a chocolate rose, actually. Was it a real rose or a chocolate rose? Either way, he would get us either like a flower or chocolate um, every single year from freshman year to senior year. And it was the most thoughtful thing that like anyone has ever done really for me and for my friends at the time um not my friends at the time they're still my friends but you know what I mean like it was just so thoughtful and like even at like senior year he had a girlfriend and he still got like the three of us our chocolate roses and it was just so sweet and so caring and made me feel really appreciated and and seen and and loved so send a friend a chocolate send a friend a five dollar starbucks venmo whatever it is um and yeah, if you want to pretend it's not Valentine's Day, pretend it's not Valentine's Day, ignore me, I will shut up. I will probably not mention Valentine's Day for the rest of the episode after this intro. Um, funny Valentine's Day story for you guys. The only other time I've celebrated Valentine's Day in my life was my senior year of high school. I had a boyfriend, we had been dating for probably like, like five, four or five months at that time. No, not that um, We were probably dating for like, almost a year at that time, actually, never mind. Um, and he, you know how like in high school, you could like buy carnations and like the student government, whatever it was, would like go around to all the first period classes and send out carnations to people. I was so excited for the first time in high school to finally get a damn carnation. I was like, all right, like I have a boyfriend, he's going to send me a carnation. It's going to feel really good. Everyone's going to see that there's somebody out there who loves me first period comes and goes and there's no carnation for Alana. And I thought I, I was like, are you sure? It was literally in Mean Girls where like the Santa comes in and it's like, and none for like, forget Glenn Coco. Oh, four for Glenn Coco and none for Katie Heron. Right. And that's literally how it felt. And I was so upset. I was so mad at him. And I remember going the first like four periods. I literally cried because of it. Um, and I finally like met up with him for our like fourth period free that we had together. And I was so upset. He was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, you didn't think to get me a carnation? Like, are you kidding? And he was like, open your locker, Alana. I got you roses because carnations weren't good enough for you. And I was like, oh my God, I'm such an asshole. Um, so that's my one Valentine's Day story. Um, I cried because I thought my high school boyfriend didn't get me a carnation, which he didn't, but with good reason. It was really, really sweet. Um, and yeah, in case you're curious tonight, Jake and I are going out to a dinner at this restaurant that we heard had really good beef Wellington. And the reason we wanted the beef Wellington was because on our hundredth date, we went to, um, this incredible, romantic, beautiful restaurant called what if by land, two if by sea that my parents recommended, and we did their tasting menu and we had never had beef Wellington before. And it sounds like super weird. And like, what is that? And it's basically steak that's like cooked in pastry dough. So it's like a super fancy, like pigs in a blanket, mini hot dog, um, but with a steak. And it was the greatest thing we've ever had. And we've been talking about it for months nonstop, how we want beef Wellington. 
So we've been doing a lot of research into what restaurants in New York City have beef Wellington. And so we found this restaurant called the Clock Tower. We made a reservation. We were like checking every day for like a month, it like before February to try and like get the reservation the second they went on. Um, got the reservation, found out it's only a tasting menu. Tasting menu wasn't out yet. Kept the reservation, assuming beef Wellington would be on the tasting menu. I called the restaurant. They said it is their most popular dish, so it should be on the tasting menu. And the tasting menu came out and the beef Wellington is not on it. And we were at a crossroads because we really wanted the beef Wellington. Um, But we looked at the menu and like the rest of the menu is like our dream menu. There's some, there's like truffle on it. There's uni on it. There's, there's another steak, like there's pasta. I mean, it's going to be incredible. So that's what I'll be doing tonight. I really hope you guys treat yourselves to something great. If you don't have a Valentine, be your own Valentine, or just pretend to say it doesn't exist. Really sorry for talking about Valentine's Day for a few minutes, but thought you might want to hear those stories. Maybe not. Hopefully you fast forwarded if you didn't. So today, this episode, literally one of the most fun episodes I've ever done. Fran, chicks in the office, seeing other people. Let's go. All right, everybody, listen up. Never in my life have I consistently taken my vitamins for maybe more than three days straight. And then I just give up. When I think of vitamins, I still think of the Flintstones, but it's time to grow up. It's time to adult and it's time to take care of ourselves. Let me tell you how much O Positive has changed the game and has changed the way I feel on a day-to-day basis. I've been taking their immunity GTFO vitamins and their PMS flow vitamins daily. I repeat daily for more than three days at a time, every single day, partially because of how good they taste and partially because of how much I know they're helping me. The immunity GTFO vitamins are berry lemonade flavored gummies and formulated with plant-based ingredients that are shown to support your immune system, do what it does best, no matter where life takes you. Plus a daily serving of GTFO has 50% more vitamin C than an orange with only a third of the sugar. And the PMS Flow Gummy Vitamins have ingredients that alleviate cramps, bloating, mood swings, and hormonal acne. Never let PMS hold you back from going on that date ever again. O-Positive's vitamins have improved my life, and they can improve yours too, and be the most delicious part of your day. Head to opositive.com, that's O-P-O-S-I-T-I-V.com, and use code SEEINGOTHERPEOPLE, all together as one word, for 20% off your first purchase or subscription. All right, and we are here with the pop culture queen, Fran. Welcome to Seeing Other People. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. I'm so excited. So I want to give everyone a little backstory of how we know each other because it very much relates to this episode and what we're here to talk about. Yep. (laughs) So um, for anyone who knows Fran, they know that she is a diehard Jonas Brothers fan. For anyone who knows (laughs) me, you know that I'm a diehard Jonas Brothers fan. Um, how, who was it? Was it Jenny that you ran into or that who like recognized you on the train or how did this? Yeah. So it was Jenny who had listened to chicks in the office and we just so happened to be like sitting next to each other on the Q train, like going home one day after work. And she was like, I just have to like say hi. And like, I listened to your show, like blah, blah, blah. I also saw the Jones brothers. So we're chatting the whole train ride home. And then I'm gearing up to go to their Jones Brothers time talk that they did with Ryan Tedder. And which I was stuck at work for that. And I was so upset that I couldn't go. (laughs) And and backstory to the backstory. Jenny is a friend of my best friend, Sarah Sassone, who's been on seeing other people who um, also loves the Jonas Brothers. So I know Jenny through Sarah and we were all in a group chat together talking about the Jonas Brothers. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And so um, Jenny and I had just connected on Instagram after we had met 
And then, you know, I had said, we had both realized we were going to go to this thing. I was like going to be late. And she was like, oh, I'm going so early. Like I'm getting in line. Like I'll save you a spot. You can meet me. I'm like, great. So Claire, who I've known since kindergarten, also a massive Jonas Brothers fan. We were going to this event together. We meet Jenny in line. She's with Molly. She's with Sarah. We're all waiting like five hours in this line to go to this event. So we're all talking, we're hanging out. And then we realize, you know, there's all these shows coming up and all these things that we're all planning on going to. We all live in New York. So we're like, oh, we should all make sure we stay in touch and all these things. And then it just, it just grew from there. You know, they did that uh, Spotify show. I think, I think a lot of that's where I met you. You came. Yes. Yep. Um, we like all had drinks before we went over to like go to see that show and whatever. Pandora. 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 Yeah. Pandora. Pandora. So I was like, which one was it? Pandora. And, um, yeah, we all almost like peed our pants for like making sure we were in the front (laughs) to see them there. And, um, it's just really grown into such a cool group of girls. I really love, we've taken trips together. We've gone all over the place and like all for the name of love. That is Joe, Joe, Nick and Kevin, (laughs) Kevin, Nick and Joe. Yep. Yep. So that is how we got here. Um, so very, very much in line with everything we're in here here to talk about today. So look, as you guys know, we all grew up like loving different celebrities, learning about dating, learning about love and about life through seeing on screen couples and hearing about celebrities in pop culture. I mean, my my entire childhood and years too is like getting like M magazine and yep. like Pop Crush and all of those and just like listening to like the celebrity gossip that was going on with like 12 year olds who were on Disney Channel. Um, so yep. that's kind of how we ended up like figuring out like what we were passionate about and, and what we wanted to talk about for our, our lives. So I'm super excited to have you here and to get into all of this. So to start off, I want both of us to give the first thing that comes to mind for each category. Obviously, I've thought long and hard about it. But for you, first thing that comes to mind, and they do not still have to be together. So favorite TV couple, go. Fiction or real life? Either. Like, either, either. Okay, so... My for what first comes to mind is fiction, which is Nathan and Haley One Tree Hill. That was mine. Yeah, <laughs> off to a hot start. <laughs> yep, that was mine. I mean, uh, they're like everything about them everything. was just, and and it was like part of it was yes, in the beginning it was he it didn't make sense, and so like we wanted it to happen so badly, but then also we did get to see them like actually work through really hard shit together. And I think part of it is like, we saw them grow up together and we saw them become parents together and, and work through really difficult times and, and like love each other through all of it. Um, but yeah, Nathan and Haley, I think hold such a special place in all of our hearts. Oh, like so much. I go back and rewatch all the time. It was funny because I, when I first started, when I binged Winter Hill for the first time, like I was so hardcore Peyton and Lucas, like obsessed, love them. And I think it's just because there was so much more of like a will they, won't they story, which I'm a sucker for. And when it finally did happen, it was like, finally it's happening. And it's just like such a euphoric feeling watching it happen. And then when I started Winter Hill, I've been so many times. But when I like the third or fourth watch, I was like, what am I doing? The lo- the real <laughs> the real one is Nathan and Haley. Like I, I'm not giving them enough credit. 
Well, let me ask you this. Uh, when it was Peyton and Lucas, why were you team Peyton Lucas over Brooke Lucas? I, I just thought that from the beginning, they were just like very similar souls. Mm -hmm. And I liked Brooke. I liked Brooke and Lucas, but it just always felt like Peyton had the right personality for him. And what's funny is, and I also just think it's timeline. I will buy what the show is selling me. So like whatever couple is falling in love first they're, that they're the one I'm rooting for. Like the the next girlfriend or boyfriend could be so much better, and I could be like, oh, but what if like the first one, like Peyton and Lucas, they have that initial connection. Like it's just there, uh, and I just always rooted for them a, a little bit more. And it was also pretty easy to not love Brooke in the beginning. Like she was yeah, like was. a little like like hot cheerleader prancing around who thought yeah. she could do whatever she wanted. Obviously, like Brooke became this badass like yeah and it was easy to be super annoyed by later on totally Peyton had her moments where it was like you're letting this guy slip through your fingers (laughs) yep (laughs) but uh, Nathan and Haley Nathan and Haley by far I just next yeah ready favorite movie couple it's tough because it goes back to a lot of romantic comedies and I want to say I just love like the chemistry that Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson have. So like how to lose a guy in 10 days is always up there for me. And, um, and maybe it's just because I'm rewatching Harry Potter right now, but like Hermione and Ron are kind of book and movie, but I'll go with, I'll go with that just for friends, friends who fall in love. Friends who fall in love. It's funny because I've, I actually only watched the Harry Potter through from like the first movie to the last for the first time ever during uh like deep in the pandemic yeah deep in quarantine maybe like may 2020 and yeah, yeah i feel like i didn't i didn't like pay that much attention to that storyline like it wasn't part of my focus and and watching experience it's really it's really not until you go back and watch a couple times and it's very subtle here or there the moments cool. where you're like and it's and it they have like the very classic young teenager making fun of each other and you know things that they say they take too seriously and they're a little bit more sensitive around each other for you know finally to have that uh to have the moment at the end and then of course like you know you see the epilogue and that they've are living happily ever after so it's just yeah that's I don't Something about Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey at every movie they're into just gets me. Yeah, I feel that. They're yeah. they're who we like all want to be. Yeah. And, like the relationship that like that they end up in is what we all like want. Yeah. Um okay, for me, I was torn between two. Though there it, it was very much like gold and silver. Um okay. the silver, the second place is Miley and Liam in the last song. Great one. Great choice. I get and a we'll little talk more about Miley yeah. and Liam later. Yeah. But... yeah. That one just makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's tough times, but, um, something about, I mean, everything about it, it it's like the love that we like want to believe exists kind of like between yeah. two like late teens who are like dealing with lots of different things in their lives. I don't know something about it. I think when 
like the age we were when that movie came out when we watched it, it was like wow something like this powerful exists um so i thought that was that was definitely up there for me but my number one was austin ames and sam montgomery oh yeah Diner girl yes. a cinderella story yes great choice <laughs> yeah great choice. hands down like I also like I I always like looking back and who knows what my actual like middle school high school experience was my friends make fun of me for it because I always say like I was such a loser in high school and like I can honestly admit in like eighth grade I was out of like 200 people in my grade I was one of the five weirdest kids I think by the end by the time I graduated high school I was like very like very normal like yeah. the the epitome of normal but I what looking back I like to think of myself as this like brooding like emo girl who like got made fun of for loving the Jonas Brothers and like no popular guy would ever like me so like I would always put myself in diner yeah. girl's shoes yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and like I bet also everything that Hillary Duff does is just like oh so everything good. to me yeah so good that's a great choice yep yeah. okay ready for the next one yeah favorite music couple and they don't have to currently be together. It could be a, a okay. former. Now that we're Music. in the realistic world. Yeah. If you're anything like me, you probably feel really overwhelmed when it comes to choosing the right skincare products. You know, we go on social media and we see ads for so many different products and we see all of our favorite influencers talking about different products they like. And we can walk into a pharmacy and stare at a wall of cleansers and moisturizers. But... How do we know what's right for us? And how do we know that something that worked for our favorite influencer or actress is going to work for us? We don't. And that's why I've always struggled with this until I heard about Curology. Curology is a game-changing custom skincare made for you by a dermatology provider. So it's actually literally made for you. Curology creates a custom prescription cream based on your specific goals, whether it's tackling acne, clogged pores, skin texture, dark spots, fine lines, or something else. You start by taking a short online skin quiz and uploading photos. And if it's a good fit, they'll create your formula and ship it right to your door. It's been over a month since I started with Curology and I'm so impressed with the results. My skin is literally glowing and it is making me feel so confident in my everyday life. And I also just feel better knowing that I'm doing something that's created for me and that works for me. So get started with Curology just like I did with a free 30-day trial at Curology.com slash seeing other people. Just pay $5 for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash seeing other people to start your 30-day free trial. Cancel anytime, prescription subject to consultation. I mean, I guess I gotta go current. I think I'm gonna go current and say... Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Okay. I I just feel like they're very current right now. You know, she's having a baby, like big things. But they have – they also have that friendship-turned-romantic relationship that that always gets me. Yeah. And, I'm, and I guess I'm, I'm trying to, like, solely think, like, mu- two music people – because of course you can always mix you can mix that with anybody but um cuz if i i mean if i was going to mix it it's like it is joe and sophie no question but <laughs> but um if we want to mix industries but no i think rihanna and asap are so fucking cool right now and like i'm very very into into them as a couple yeah i I don't know what my answer would be. And I've been thinking about this one for days and I really can't decide. Music is hard. 
it's so hard because part of it is like, okay, I, I would have loved if like Nick and Miley stayed together and we had like years yeah. and years of more before the storms, but like right, right. that wasn't a great relationship. And like, I, I don't know. think my heart could handle more before the storms. No, I know. I'm thinking so like, like, I'm thinking like country so music, like yeah. Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. They're a good one. Yeah. Yeah. People that have been together for like a really long time. Because mu- music is mo- almost more fleeting of yeah. dating and breaking up. and They like, get together, they do a song, and then... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then rest in peace like Selena, to the love. The, like Selena and the Weeknd, Selena and Justin Bieber. <laughs> I wonder what would have happened. Were Ariana Grande and Mac Miller already broken up when he died? Yes. They were? Okay. Because I'm wondering... Yeah, she, like, was, what- she was with with she was with pete i'm pretty sure pete. okay at that time that's yeah. that's what i thought because i'm part of oh yes you're you're so right now yeah. i remember that um yeah because part of me was like well if that played out like but i guess it, yeah it did yep. play out yep all right well okay on a less depressing note yeah. um <laughs> I'll, I'll report back to you guys if i ever figure out who Think my favorite music. music couple yeah. is <laughs> um if you had to pick celebrity parents who would you choose um, this I have thought about before and I, I'm, I have so many, like so many options that it kills me <laughs> because sometimes I think I want to go, sometimes I want to think I want to go like one famous parent, one not famous parent, a la like Hugh Jackman, like something like that, where mm-hmm. I'm like, I got a mom who's not in that world. Yeah. And, but you get like you get the best of both worlds, not to make a Hannah Montana pun in this moment, but or like a Australian Wonderland Chris Hemsworth and his wife. Mm-hmm. Or the these two always come up t- to be number one when I do really come when it comes down to it, Blake and Ryan. Me too. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel like everything I've heard about them. Okay. So like setting the stage here, they live in the town next to me. So they've been in, or my parents just moved out of Armonk, but in the town that I grew up in, lived in called home for 27 years. So like the number of times I've heard of, of people running into them at the grocery store, at the bakery, at the restaurant, like whatever it was, everyone always just talked about like how, incredibly kind and like normal they were and like even um like Blake tapped one of my friends on the shoulder at the grocery store and like she turned around and he was and she was Blake was like oh you're not my husband and it was just like like so normal and like yeah we we have a friend who um also like works with them and just every single time we hear anything about them they just seem like the most wonderful people ever I know. And they have a sense of humor, which I love. I think you can laugh with them. Um, and that I also got it. You know, it's this, this one's probably the hardest one. Cause I also think Paul Rudd, I would love for Paul Rudd to be my dad as well. Like, and I think he, because I, he also falls into that very famous, but is in upstate New York and separates his life and like all these things. Um, but yeah, Blake and Ryan, I think they're great parents and they just also just have such a great relationship uh yeah. but this is it also falls in the category of like who would you want to go on a double date with because that list yeah. is also very long <laughs> <laughs> that list is definitely longer yeah definitely longer 
one couple that I thought about, but I knew like would not top Blake and Ryan was John and Chrissy. What are your thoughts on them? I, I like, I like John and Chrissy for a double date. I don't know if I would put them parent, <laughs> just because not questioning anybody's parenting skills. Cause I don't know. They seem like great parents, but there's just a lot, there's a lot of drama, you know? Yeah. I want, I want yeah. parents that kind of stay quiet. They're not, and they're not on social media a lot. They're just a little bit more reserved. Totally. Yeah. I will say, and this is like a super hot take, but I've over the years, I've had friends who's like siblings were celebrities or, or whose um, aunts and uncles were super famous. And this conversation has come up from them, not me questioning it, but like them bringing it up being like, I am so glad that they're my aunt and uncle and not my parents. I would never, ever want my parents to be celebrities yeah, or anybody in my family, which is like kind of crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I, get it. I, I totally get it. That's especially like, I don't know. It's just gotta be, it's gotta be hard when it's, I think, especially when your mom's like really, really famous and it's just, you know, everything about her gets everything. criticized because she's a woman and that's how it works. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, what I can It'd imagine is like for kids growing up now, whose celebrity parents are people like our age who we've grown up with, like, the the access that they have to read about their parents entire childhood entire upbringing like is just crazy mm -hmm. okay we're not here to talk about this though <laughs> back on yeah. track Alana. um okay yeah. next next quick question um hall pass I mean it's Nick Jonas I don't know what I, I don't even know why I'm thinking so hard like <laughs> because at the end of the day like I don't even really think I'd want anyone to be the hall pass over him. So yeah, it's, it would have to be him. It's all, it always has been. It always will be. Yeah. It's always has been. It, I don't yeah. think I can change that ever. No, <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so going back to how you said, like you were trying to piece together like celebrity and celebrity and how that was a little harder than celebrity and normal person. Um, what do you think has more potential to last a celebrity dating another celebrity or a celebrity dating a normal person? I'm torn on this because my gut tells me celebrity and normal person. I think some of the longest lasting relationships fall in that category. And you're shocked when you see like so-and-so has been married to blank for 25, 30 years. And you're like, wait, what? Um, the celebrity celebrity, the light shines so bright and they seem so popular and they seem like they've been together for a really long time, but sometimes that's not necessarily the case. Or even with some of the ones that have been together, celebrity celebrity for such a long time, like multiple, you know, they've had other marriages, there's been people before. So it just kind of feels like celebrity, non-celebrity works, but it has to be like a very understanding non non-celebrity and a very trustworthy yeah. celebrity <laughs> exactly exactly like it really has to be uh there has to be a lot of open communication just at the end of the day celebrity celebrity the, the egos are so huge 
And you need someone to be able to make some sacrifices, I think, like yeah, um, just for traveling, things like that. Celebrity, celebrity, if you're just crossing every once in a while, you know, you're never spending any actual time together. It takes a toll. So I, a lot of the time that just, you know, doesn't work. My one thing, I, I don't disagree with you, but I just can't imagine how like celebrity normal person does work. Obviously it does, but I, I don't know. Like I, so when I worked in music, I had this like few year long phase of like only wanting to date guys who worked in music, either in the capacity of like, they were a singer, a songwriter, a producer, something like that, or in the capacity where they were like very successful manager, agent, something like that in the business. And every single time I did that, it felt, it, it was so toxic and so unhealthy where like they couldn't see a world outside of what they did oh it was like it was always the them show like what I did what I wanted like didn't matter because their careers their priorities whatever it was always came first because of what they were trying to do yeah I get and don't you think that also some I think that also sadly comes down to gender stereotypes in relationships also because like a very famous guy with a non-famous girl I think sometimes doesn't work as well as famous woman with a non-famous man or like yeah it's just and it that that just sometimes comes down to like men and their own egos and sometimes still in this in the year 2022 like not being able to have a wife girlfriend partner whatever that is more successful than them. Right. So th- I feel like fame wise that comes into play a lot too. And it's like a famous guy being like, I can just, I need, I need whatever girl to be waiting on me hand and foot. Right. Or like, okay, well, if you don't want to stick around, like I have a million girls in the DMs, I'll just exactly. pick one of them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's all so hard. I don't know. I don't get I how any. I don't get how anyone does it. I right. really, I mean, really exactly. Don't. And it's like you look at the J Lo's and the Ben Afflecks of the world who have dated endless famous people over and over and over again. And you know, yes, they're they're back together right now, but they've had a lot of famous relationships that have not worked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just because you're a celebrity dating a celebrity by no means does that mean it's going to work. Um, So that actually brings us into what I want to talk about next. Um, I (laughs) put together a list of some couples who we should pour one out for because, you know, they had a great relationship, had a great little run while they were filming or on tour. Um, And then they broke up. And then they had to continue filming, continue yep. being on tour. Um, my favorite relationship that falls into this category is Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett, which I was very embarrassed to admit that like my top, I remember sending this to the group chat, like my top songs of 2021. Yeah. It was, it was like driver's license, lie, lie, lie. And then Sabrina, and then fucking Sabrina Carpenter. Carpenter. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Like, I can't post this. I was so way invested too up in this like love triangle. But like so invested. Well, but like, yeah, look, they dated and then they broke up and they and all of this shit happened, all of the drama, and then they like we saw the next season of High School Musical, the musical, the series come and out. It stunk. 
yeah. the second season. Um, no, I know. I didn't that, finish it. Oh, I, it is the classic worry. And I had the same thing where it's like, when that happens and the sub, like, that's my worry right now with Outer Banks because, yeah. like, Chase and Madeline aren't together anymore and they're about to start filming season three. And I'm just like, please just be able to get along. Please. <laughs> like, I know. Like, please, please don't ruin John B and Sarah, please. <laughs> it's, I know. Like, that's a couple that, like, kind of came out of left field and, like, swept us all off of our feet. I know. And it's so. I like I just don't get I mean look it's it's so impressive like for any couples who have been through this and who can fake that chemistry after but like it's I so feel hard. so bad for them I know and and you're watching them extra close like you're yep. watching every move they make on screen you're analyzing every move so much more than just like they're acting and you know I always relate this too to um Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray, because sometimes I think subliminally that had a lot to do with me not loving Brooke and Lucas as much because, and it wasn't, it wasn't totally obvious. Cause I would say like, I wasn't watching. I was, we, I think we were, you know, we were too young. I think when it first had started and the show was on and doing my research when I first started binging and I was like, those two are married they got married and divorced and like still did this show for like they, three more seasons. They got married and divorced within five months. Yes. <laughs> Not yes. to mention. Like, and it was like after so two seasons toxic. of the show. Like they, they were still so in high toxic. school in the show when it happened. I know. It was so like crazy. All the years so after toxic. that. Ugh. And they, and they, and they had storylines after that where they were, you know, in some kind of loving situation. And yeah. I'm like, damn. Family, basically. I know. And watching it back, you know, they both did a great job. Like, the show, there's, it never felt like the show took a hit. And um, can't say the same about High School Musical, because it felt like that took a hit. (laughs) It did. Um, Are you watching Joe Millionaire? I'm not. Hey, just not enough hours in the day. (laughs) No, Fran, you got to find the time. I'm not kidding. (laughs) I've had COVID for the last week and a half, so I've had a lot of time. And I, um, Joe Millionaire has really, really brought me joy in these dark days. Um, But the reason I bring it up is because there is a woman, um, I forget her name. I don't know how starts with a C, whatever. She's been going after one of the two men, Kurt, and she... They, they like really have this connection, but she told him that she is divorced and she has a son that she shares custody with her ex. And yeah. so he's like, his, his perception of that, he's like, I'm not, it doesn't bother me that you have a son. I'm totally fine with that. It bothers me that you have an ex that you're still like very in touch with. Like, I don't know if I could handle that. And so that thinking about how like, like, Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray went on to do what, like seven more seasons after they got divorced. Like how that would be really hard for me to like date somebody knowing that they're always with this other person that they were dating or were married to like that adds this whole entanglement. I know. And, and, and unfortunately some people, which is great for just entertainment purposes and it's not like that anymore for her, but, she, you know, and Sophia jokes about it too. Like if you listen to uh, like drama Queens or anything like that, like she, you know, she's dated a lot of her co-stars a lot. <laughs> she, you know, Chad Michael Murray went to uh, 
I don't know why I'm spacing on Julian's character, Julian's real name. Uh, <laughs> Austin's, Austin something. Austin Nichols, yeah. I think is his name. Julian Baker. Um, uh, yes, they dated in real life. She dated her her co-star from Chicago PD. Like, <laughs> and I think eventually she's like, I'm done. Like, she's engaged now, not marrying a co-star. <laughs> We're very proud of you, Sophia. Very yeah. proud you've come a long way. Exactly, but it's just so much like, where you're watching and you're just like, oh my God, if this doesn't work out, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah. So there were also, also like Joey King and Jacob Elordi for it with the kissing booth. That Could you tell? Did, yes. did you know? Yeah. Me too. Yes. Cause I think sometimes you can tell when it feels amicable and sometimes you can tell when you're like, these two do not talk anymore. And I was like, I definitely yeah. do not think these two talk anymore. They just, you just lose some of the spark. It did play well into the the storyline though, because there there no, was all that tension, like it, the long distance and all that. It totally um, did. But, but even in the end, like in the third one, they when they finally like reconnect, it's just like yeah, it wasn't. I don't. And then and and then our future selves, like it was. It just I don't know. Yeah. It didn't <laughs> didn't hit yeah. quite like the first one. <laughs> Yeah, I I really really don't know how any of these people do it. Um, I know because I know again going back to my my time in the music industry, yeah. I did date somebody who I worked with, um, and uh, he was in a band that I was managing. And even then, again, like I, that, he was not a celebrity, and yeah. I was not a celebrity. Um, but we broke up, and we still had to spend the majority of our weeks, our time together, we still had to like go on like eight hour road trips to go do a show and sleep in the same hotel room. Like we had to still like fight and then go straight into a meeting with a record label where I'd, I would literally like, I'm not kidding. Like I'd be at dinners with like these label execs and I would get up and go to the bathroom to hysterically cry and then come back and act like I'm fine. Yeah. And so like, I just don't get how these people do it. I, I really don't. If you know me, you know that my dating life was riddled with dating anxiety. The second I would get home from a date, the only thing I could think of is like, oh my God, I I must have done something wrong or maybe he hates me. Maybe I'm never going to hear from him. And I'd be thinking those things even if the date went amazing. And I would literally overthink. I would self-sabotage. I would convince myself that it was over and I would stay up all night, like not being able to sleep, not being able to focus on anything other than how bad this great date actually went. And what helped me get over that and really be able to say like, okay, that was a good date and I'll hear from them. And if I don't like, okay, was taking Mindset Wellness CBD's Calm Gummies after my dates. They really helped me just stay present and realize like, okay, I went on a date and I did the best I could and it went the way it went and that's all I can do. And I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to get through my day tomorrow. I don't need to be checking my phone every three seconds. And it was such a game changer for me in my dating life. So I definitely want that for you. If you are currently experiencing dating anxiety, you have to try Head to mindsetwellness.com and use code seeing other people at checkout to get 20% off and free shipping. And again, those are the calm gummies. I promise you, they will help you so much. I know. It just makes it seem like crossing that line is just sometimes not worth it. <laughs> like, you know, you yeah. already, if you go in with it already in a relationship, right? Like I'm thinking of since talking about kissing booth, it's like um, to all the boys, like she. Yeah. 
has always had a serious boyfriend. Um, and so that connection with her and uh, what's his face? What's his name? Yeah. Peter, but what's his name? Why am I spacing? No one said Deneo. No yeah. one said oh my God. I'm like, yeah. come on. Wow, friend. we haven't seen it. I feel like every movie for a little while was like, Noah, 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 I know, Noah. I know. Where is Noah? I know. It has slowed down a little bit. But that was why I just felt like those, like that over the course of those movies, they did keep the same connection, probably because they never dated in real life. Yeah, because it was actually like real, just like acting and yes, nothing exactly. tumultuous happening. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's a lot going on with Euphoria now with season two out um, with Zendaya and Jacob. Yeah. Um, and I don't watch the show, but my friends were telling me how like, like obviously everyone's wondering how filming season two was for them and stuff, but there are rumors that Hunter like fought with the producers to like change or the director to like change a storyline. Cause she's friends with Zendaya and didn't want to have any like on screen thing with him. And the same thing with, someone named Kat from the show. Yeah. <laughs> so that's crazy. Yeah. There's been a lot of dra- alleged drama with storylines uh, with the director and whatnot. And I don't know, like, I don't know what Jacob Elordi's deal is because it just feels like, like if they're, if Joey King, it felt like wanted nothing to do with him is, and Zendaya, but I don't know that, that felt like a blip. The Zendaya yeah. Jacob Elordi relationship felt like it really wasn't, just timeline-wise, it felt like super short, but you never know. It could have had some kind of explosion of some sort. But that or well, that's an actually a question I have for you is like how much of these like relationships that we hear about are actually just like they hooked up and people got pictures of them on like a date or two and suddenly like the world is saying they're in a relationship and we're all freaking out that these people yeah. are in a relationship and they're like, We're not in a relationship. So much. I think so much. Like we're we have defined their relationship for them. And they're like, we are not there yet. (laughs) Yeah. We're DTRing and they're like, ah, no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in that same vein, I mean, with like all of these couples that we've talked about who have been like on camera together and then in a relationship, how much of that do you think is the, like their like publicity, you know, and, thinking okay this would be good for us this would be good for the show for the movie for the tour um I think I personally think that there always is that aspect of like oh like this wouldn't be a bad thing but then it like becomes something real I I agree I agree I'm always I'm always in the camp of like it might start that way um but feelings could be could could happen or even just like you agree to something with it in mind of like, oh, well, that won't be so bad. Like I'm going to fake date this guy or like whatever it is, like where something could, could grow out of it. And I, and I also think a lot of times it comes down to timeline. I think so many like one-off movies a la Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, like, yes, you get a lot of stuff played up and all that creates a lot of buzz for a movie. But when you're doing series or multiple movies, it gets complicated. And I don't think people want that. Like I laughed, I laughed with the um the Sony producer, and I'm spacing on her name, but she joked in an interview with Kevin Feige talking about Spider-Man being like, you know, 
they asked her, what's with all the Spider-Man and MJ type characters always dating? Every and time. And she's like, look, you know, it happened. It happened in the beginning with Kirsten Dunst. Like, it, it happened um, with Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. And she said that she, like, went out of her way to say to Tom Holland and Zendaya at the beginning, like, don't do it. <laughs> it's, it's It could be a problem. Like, don't do it. Which is why I laughed because I was like, I feel like they deliberately kept it at a friendship level until they reached the third movie and they were like, well, we're, we're at the end well, now. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. I mean, if you if you do it from the beginning, you're signing up for like a long, either either a really, really, really long term relationship yep. or a very short relationship that ends up being doomed and being and fucks with your job yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah, exactly okay so on on that note nick and priyanka (laughs) were you what are what what was your take look i think at this point everybody who was in the camp of there's a two-year contract there's a three-year contract can sit down there is a child now yeah but but what were your thoughts Look, my, I can't lie. My initial thoughts were like, no, 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 no. This is what's happening. Um, And then I do have to say that as time went on and I sneaky would like bring it up to other, like we would do interviews. I like bring it up with someone. If like I knew the person knew either one of them, like, so uh, what's thoughts on? And, you know, of course they're never going to be like, ah, whatever but it's like I'll never forget Glenn Powell we had talked I had talked to him about it during an interview like a few years ago and they're all very close and he was like oh my like he lights up around her like their they their connection is undeniable and I was like okay all right I'm getting there I'm getting there and then and then I will say and this sounds like super, this sounds super braggy, but seeing the two of them actually interact in real life, which yeah. I have now a few times, kind of like sealed the deal where I was like, all right, like this is, this is legit. Um, and yeah, there's no deny when it comes, it's a baby. Like they're not like, we're not trying try to explain those rumors to your child. Like I, that's not right. happening. So yeah. No, I I totally agree because I I I was I was never like oh there's a contract like that just didn't make sense to me. It's I like, know I never look, thought like, that either. They're both incredibly famous. They both dated very famous people before. Like this wouldn't make sense. Like there's got to be something. Like they have to actually like like each other, love each other, whatever. Yeah. But I I was never like yeah like they make sense together. Like I totally see it until I saw them in person when it was right before they announced they were getting back together. And I went out to LA with SAS and like ambassadors and whatnot. And um, Joe, okay, it was Nick, Joe, Kevin, and um, Danielle wasn't there, but Sophie and Priyanka were there. And it was the first time actually that Priyanka and Sophie had seen the Jonas Brothers as the Jonas Brothers with their fans and seeing them react to it, seeing them, like you said, like light up, like looking at us, looking at them Mm -hmm. and like seeing them like whisper things to each other on the side and just like being themselves. Like, and cause it wasn't this like big, like, like, yes, there were like cameras around, but it wasn't this big, like showy thing. There were like 30 people in the room for a few hours. It was just like, 
it felt like seeing people who genuinely like loved each other and were so excited for each other and cared for each other. And that definitely like was the moment for me where I was like, okay, yeah, they're, they're, they're great. (laughs) Yeah. It's just also really hard for me to wrap my mind around people, humans giving away so much of their personal life and freedoms and relationships all for the sake of fame which is a lot of yeah. how that was spun at the beginning. A lot of it was like, oh, you know, this is this is Nick's ways to be like his brothers or this is Priyanka's way to kind of get away from the uh rumors in India and like she's now she's in this serious yeah. relationship and like but it's like at what point are you sacrificing your entire being to live right. this fake life? Like I don't think people strive to do that. I don't think yeah. it's in our nature, human beings want to have real happiness and find that real happiness. And um, I just don't think they would have, you know, gone through the lengths of getting married and having a baby all for all for that. Yeah. Well, it's also like you wouldn't be able to baby aside. It's like if you're in a relationship like that, then you can't go pursue actual relationships. Yeah, exactly. Like that sounds No, you're terrible. stuck. You're stuck. Yeah, you're, you're stuck. You're stuck so, for however long. Exactly. So, okay. Priyanka and Nick, we yeah. believe in them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Camilla I've said and this Sean. On, I've said this on Tricks in the Office so many times. I'm like, I just want Nick to be happy. If he's happy, I'm yeah. happy. And that's, yeah. you know. And even if it's not with us. Exactly. We're we're I the did, bigger we're the bigger people here. <laughs> we really are. We're really, really sacrificing a lot. I laughed so hard at what you said about like seeing him have his baby. You're like, oh shit, like that means I'm gonna have a baby soon. I was like, <laughs> like shit, I'm sure should I be pregnant right now? Like yeah. <laughs> I, oh, it really man. is weird seeing yeah. all these people who like we grew up with growing up. It's so I know, crazy. I know. Um, uh, yeah, w- real quick, Camilla and Sean. Yeah. You know, I will say I never bought into them so much in the first place. Not, not as a, not as a fake relationship. I mean, I just, I always thought like they were actually dating. Um, I was very much not on the, like, not on the side of like, this is all for PR. I, I just don't have strong feelings about either one of them, you know, where I'm just like, you're you can be friends you can turn it into a relationship it lasted longer than I thought it was going to way longer um and I thought you know maybe we'd be getting more music out of it but we will now I don't know like now we'll get breakup music there's nothing like breakup music exactly exactly yeah I I I agree I didn't I didn't think it was fake like you said like I I mean I I've always been a big Sean fan uh, not I don't know that much about her, but it just like going back to like how inhumane it is like to give up your whole life. Like it just didn't, everything I knew about Sean, like it didn't make sense, but at the same time, like they didn't make sense. I kind of viewed it as like young and so beautiful. Like, yeah. Why lock lock yourself down to someone you don't like? Right. I kind of viewed it as like, oh, this is their like high school relationship. Like they, it's like puppy love, like they're best friends. They really like each other. Like, but it's not, it's not forever. Okay. Yeah. All right. Speaking of puppy love, (laughs) if you could change the past Mm. and change the ending to these relationships and make these Disney channel era couples last, 
I'm going to spit fire some, and then we can go back and. Don't and- you worry. I already have my answer. Okay. I'll go, go. <laughs> it's Jemmy. I, I don't know what it was about Joe and Demi and things have clearly changed. Like things have changed now. <laughs> so um, many changes. So much, so many changes, but just from the sheer effect that that had on me would be the one I would go back to because I had always been rooting for them. I, now that I, now that we've reached this point of this episode, I think I have like a serious thing for friends who turn into lovers. Like that seems to be every single couple I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so clearly that's a, an underlying theme here for me and my favorite storyline, but they were always so close Thought they were both so entertaining. Yes, the Camp Rock, Camp, Camp Rock effect did play a big part in this as well. But I'll never forget seeing those paparazzi pictures of them like kissing in that coffee shop or wherever it was, and then them like cuddled up on the beach when she was like sh- they they were shooting like a music video. And at that point, yeah, it just I could not have been a bigger Jemmy supporter when. And I don't even really know how real that was, but if I if yeah. I could go back love again, high yeah. school relationship. If I could go back and have that last just a little bit longer, I would take it. Um, and then of course, I, I mean, Nick and Miley is a very close second, obviously. Yeah, Ugh, Nick and Miley. I I don't know what the again like again I how don't sh- have my how answer, and I've been thinking about you this. When, how shook were you when you heard wedding bells for the first time? Because that just I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Okay, wait, tell, for the people who haven't heard, tell them. Okay, so like wedding bells came out from Jonas Brothers. This was towards the end of, you know, an era, I would say. And I, was this song ever even really released? I guess not, no, right? I don't think never, so. Yeah, it was never released. But it was a song that, you know, allegedly Nick had written about Miley getting engaged to Liam Hemsworth and, you know, that part of his life, that chapter coming to a close, you know, she's getting married and it's just about, you know, not listening to the wedding bells. I can't, it's just, it was so much. Um, and what, the one thing I did always love about that, too, was as much as there did feel like there were some setups in the Disney world. Nick and Miley truly felt like I truly felt like those two fell in love with each other like actual real like 14 year old I I'm obsessed with you yeah I agree I I totally agree it's so crazy like thinking about these songs that came out of this I mean like seven things about Nick like that was that changed our lives and like yeah like wedding bells and also like Nick and Rose Garden with Selena Mm -hmm. like that was crazy um, I know. And then she just got that giant rose tattoo. Everybody was freaking out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But okay. The real question, since we talked about how people film things after breaking up, send it on. Mm. <laughs> how? Okay. For people who don't know, Disney generally send man. it on with like fr- Disney friends for change. It was the Jonas Brothers, it was Miley, Selena, and Demi. And at this point, like, they've all dated each other all except for Kevin. Um, but, like, oh, my God. And, like, you could just, you could feel the tension. You could cut it with a yeah. knife. And looking, like, watching that video, I watched it maybe, like, three months ago, and I don't think I've been that, like, overcome with emotion in years. I don't. <laughs> like, it is crazy. I know. I actually think we put it on... 
we put it on pre-gaming, like pre, right before the pandemic. Oh, when we went when to, we went to um, the, the fangirl the part of Jonah, Yeah, fangirl fantasy. Yeah, yes. we went to the fangirl oh, fantasy event. That was like and the we, best night. I know, and we put that on. We put that on Molly's TV, and we were just yep. like. This is a masterpiece. <laughs> like, I know, it's is... the greatest. It's the greatest, like three and a half minutes of yeah, any it's like, thing I've ever was, seen. Who was in charge that got them all to agree to be in a room together? They must have really sold this is for charity. <laughs> like, guys, that, and then, oh, but, it'd be but a but bad look sure. if you didn't do this. <laughs> I wonder how much they like tried to get out of it. Each of them, every single had one had to, had to. <laughs> And it was like, nope, like contracts are signed. Like you can't, you can't back out. It's, it's already going to press. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Power to them. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. And then when you throw Taylor Swift in there, it's just, it's. I know. Taylor, Taylor, Joe, Zach, Vanessa. I mean, even like, even Hillary Duff and Aaron Carter, like shaped our childhood. Yeah. Yeah. But. Zach and Vanessa was a tough one also. That was one that we just I, believed in so much. My 13-year-old self really thought those two were going to last forever. <laughs> and like when I I think when I watch High School Musical again, which is maybe about once every 4 months, I watch it as though they are. Yeah, oh totally. Same. <laughs> every time. I have to. There's yeah. no other way to do it. Yep. Um but yeah, you guys, if you haven't seen Send It On, please go watch Send It On, but like uh, make sure you don't have plans after because yeah. it's going to be an emotional ride. Yeah. Okay, Fran, before I let you go, one last question I have. You've been in a relationship for like seven years now, six, seven? Five. Five, five yes. years. I'm wrong. Yes, five. Okay, any case, in any case. Yes, any case, long years time. now. <laughs> long time. And that relationship started before you became Fran from Chicks in the Office. And so obviously a lot has changed in your life and you've become a public figure. You've become a celebrity. I mean, when we were at Red Rocks, literally every five, we couldn't, we couldn't go more than five (laughs) minutes without somebody stopping Fran to take a picture. So, (laughs) Especially at the Jonas Brothers concert. I was going to say, that's very specific to Jonas Brothers concerts. Those are my people. (laughs) Those are your people. True. But thinking about it, are you, how, like, are you, in a sense, like relieved or like glad that you found your person, like found this relationship before you became this known person, like before people knew who you were. Like I, I just can imagine that it just makes it so much harder to date. But at the same time, you do have like more options. You can like get anyone you want in a sense. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I could not be happier about it because, um, I am sometimes a little socially awkward. Like I can't, uh, dating, like first dates, I can't really think about doing that currently. Um, I just, you know, everybody wants a story. Everybody, you know, I, I think I would freak out if I like sat down at a first date and this guy just wanted to like fucking talk to me about big cat. Like I'd be like, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to blow my brains out. Like I cannot do this. Um, I'm very happy. Like Joe has always been super supportive and it just, it's very comforting because I feel like he knows Francesca. Like he knows me, who I am, who, what my character is, who I've always been. And 
like it's also very like it's comforting to know like that's who he fell in love with. Like when I when we first started dating, I was an intern, and I, nobody really cared what I was doing. I, my job had just started, and um, as as my career has grown, there's definitely been some growing pains. You know, I can't say that there's been times where he like loves when the two of us are like on a date and or out with our friends and somebody says something like, you know, it can get frustrating at times, but for me, it is like the best thing ever just because I've been able to create my own, like, I don't know, love nest, I guess. Like, it's just like my own world. Like it's my world. That is my world untouched from the public and my, my best friends that I've had before this and his friends, like we all, um, I'm able to just kind of like stay attached to that. And that's really nice. So not without its struggles <laughs> uh, for sure, but the pros of that over like being single and being like, ah, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to slide into that guy's DMS or like that guy's going to slide in my DMS and whatever. I just, it's too much, too much for me. I can't handle that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that's exactly how I would feel. And I think that makes a lot of sense. And I love what you said about like, he knows Francesca yeah. versus like everyone else who thinks they know, like Fran from Barstool. Yeah, exactly. And like, thinks they know what you're about and who you are. And, and like, they would come to the table. They would come to the first date with who they think you are and what they think you're about. And yeah. like, maybe not get the chance to know you. Exactly. I think now it's just, you would, it would be someone would have such a preconceived notion. And it's not like I'm, you know, I'm very much am myself still, but you try and keep some some stuff close to the chest. Yeah, and, and you want to know that somebody like, loves you for you and yeah. is dating you for yeah. you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, Fran, happy Valentine's Day. What <laughs> are you and Joe Valentine's doing? Happy Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> this really shows that we're five years in. He's at a, <laughs> he's going to a bachelor party <laughs> for, yeah. through the weekend um and is coming back like midweek so we're gonna have our own valentine's day a couple of days later than actual valentine's day that works just as yes, well exactly well, thank you so much for being here um any final words for the people um i would just like to say that i am very proud of everything that you've done i'm so glad that we have been able to connect and have this relationship i just want to just want to close with that because I feel like when I come on as a guest, I always get I always get the love, but you just, just you know, you deserve um, a lot of credit as well because this show is adapted and changed a lot and you have adapted and changed a lot with it. So I think that's really cool. And uh, happy Valentine's Day. I'm like going to oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> We're going to hang up before I do that. Um, okay. Oh, thank you. Well, oh, everyone, thank you for listening um, and happy Valentine's Day. Don't get too sad that you're single XOXO. Yeah. <laughs>